week's episode of Connections to the Cosmic Gateway, the only earthbound portal <laughs> to your spiritual wellness. Um, we are your hosts, Juniper Grace and Belladonna, uh, and this is a quick um, 101 podcast based off of tarot, because that's what our next episode is going to be about and I just wanted to do a quick what is tarot where did it come from where did it all start uh, and, and so why is it so, so scary that we do touch on that inside of the what is tarot <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where does tarot come from from what I've read there's no real exact date they can pinpoint um, cards have been found across ancient Egypt They've been used by royals in Europe. They've been used in multiple occult practices throughout the ages. Um, and in nine, uh, sorry, in 1392, a painter named Jacquemin Ginor was commissioned to paint the first three decks of cards, which is now considered the first documented um, decks of tarot cards in Europe. Um... And then to segue into present day, the most well-known deck and the deck that we will refer to the most in these podcasts is the Rider White deck. Um, just on a fun topic, side note, and a shout out to another podcast. <laughs> um, the Rider White deck should actually be called the Rider White Smith tarot deck. Uh, one of the illustrators was a female named Pamela Coleman Smith. Um, and there's a whole lot of drama that happens between her and the other two creators of this deck. And if you want to listen to that, I highly recommend uh, History Lessons from Misanthropes, the Pamela Coleman Smith episode. Um, she is a historian mm. and she goes into a lot more in depth than I ever will. <laughs> um, so please just go check her out. Um, but yeah, that's just a fun little fact. Um so yeah, this is the main deck we're going to reference. I find it's the foundation to all decks now used, even if it's an independent deck. They usually use the same imagery and everything, even if it's like insects or animals or planets or what have you. Like a different theme. A different theme, but mm -hmm. the same imagery is generally present. Got it. Right? Like the, everything kind of looks very similar. Mm-hmm. So, what is tarot? Tarot is a tool to help us look inside ourselves, to connect you to underlying emotions. At the base of it all, tarot is really a story. It is made up of 78 cards, 22 major arcana, and 56 minor arcana. Uh, the major arcana tells the story of the fool, which is usually card zero, uh, and his journey to self-discovery as he meets all these beings feelings emotions because some of the cards like the moon is not well it can be seen as a being but then you meet like judgment is judgment really a being or is it a feeling is it a emotion and balance and temperance they're not really actually beings as the priestess the high sorry the high priestess the magician and all those cards are all beings if that makes sense and what's the difference between looking at a card that is representative of a being as opposed to a feeling. So if you're doing a pull or a spread, does the 
person does a being kind of represent a person or i think as humans the being is a lot easier to connect to i understand okay right because we don't really operate in an etheric realm right of this is just this is judgment it has no face it just is judgment this is judgment right while we can like look at the priestess the high priestess and be like this is the high priestess and we can put a face to it we can envision what the high priestess looks like and what she's trying to tell us yeah and judgment is something that you you hear. don't really yeah, you, you may have it. yeah you feel it and you yeah. may associate it with i don't know judge judy or scales. something like that yeah, yeah. like yeah. you don't really i find the beings are easier to connect to they're more personable yes Got yeah it. okay uh so what the minor arcana is it's divided into four suits wands cups swords and pentacles uh, each suit has an overall message, um, and within each suit, it's each suit is from aces to kings. Okay, so like a regular deck of cards. Like you could totally pick up a regular deck of cards, and each suit is falls in line with each of the deck of cards. Perfect. As well, uh, so the cups are seen as water signs, elemental water signs, and usually related to your emotions. Mm-hmm. The wands are fire, generally real, um, related to creativity, um, creation going forward. Uh, the pentacles are related to earth, so material things. There are a lot more material things, a lot more financial. Money is usually pentacles. It's, it looks like a coin as well. Uh, and then you got the swords, lastly, which is the air. Um, swords are generally not a very good deck to have. Uh, they usually come up as a lot of contemplation, a lot of being in our own heads, a lot of, um, not great things come from swords generally. Okay. (laughs) Generally. Um, but we'll go into each suit, I think in a different episode. Uh, we really want to focus on the major arcana, um, as opposed to the minor arcana. So, with all this in mind, let's think about how we, when somebody says, hey, I'm going to read your cards, how do you look at it? Do you look at it as, as, hey, they're going to tell my future, or what the hell am I sitting down to, what am I doing here? (laughs) I get really apprehensive. Yeah. And fearful. So the question is, what is tarot, why do we have this as a divination tool? Okay. What is it used for? Uh, It is exactly that. It is a tool. It is a friend. It is a companion. It is a counsel. Um, It's not meant to be used to predict the future. Which is what I sometimes try to do with them. Yes. It's more of a reflection of yourself. Tarot is very much a mirror. So, like, you could pull cards on a situation and you already know the answer and what you need to do. You will see it in the cards. Like, you will just see the cards being like, no, you need to, like, cut that person off. Or you need to start cleaning your windows. Whatever it may be. And then thereby you can change your outcome depending. You can change your outcome. So say if it's, like, a negative outcome. Like, you're overthinking. Right? The next card may give you. She's aiming that at me. <laughs> I, I just want everyone to know. Just pause you're for a minute. overthinking. Jennifer, is, she is aiming that at me. I wasn't really. But so, I don't. If you feel like this is a mirror moment for you, oh god, <laughs> then that is oh your. I think I trigger. I think I just. Have- 
one. Oh my god. Um, okay, so what's another thing of overthinking? Um, if you are being lazy, okay? If you're not, you know, putting in the work for whether it be like getting a better job, school, whatever it is you're working towards, the next card may show you here's how you can do that. Here's how you can change it. Or if you get a negative card, let's say the death card is always seen as a bad card, right? Mm -hmm. Like we always are like death. It means it's ending. It means yes, it's done. But then the adverse side of that is yes, it's ending, but everything has to begin again. Right. So like it's an ending, but it's also a beginning. Mm, it's perspective. It's perspective. So that's kind of how I look at tarot is all about perspective. Um, and then how to use tarot in magical sense, be it with spells or stuff like that, all the witchy stuff. Um, that's what we're also going to talk about. Okay. Okay. Um, before so, you go on, I do have a question. Yeah. So we talk about these cards and I don't know if you're going to get to this a bit later, you can tell me, but inversion. So when cards are upside down versus when cards are... Right side up. Each card, so we will get into this in each episode. I do go through what each card means, right side up and upside down. Okay, specific to Um, each card, but generally. It is specific to each card, and there is no real general. Because, okay, let's say, let's go with the magician, okay? The magician is generally a positive thing. It's Mm -hmm. about creativity. It's about action. It's about moving forward. The reverse is the complete opposite of that, generally. Uh. Right? Okay. Like being um, trapped, not able to move forward, stuck. Got it. All that kind of stuff. But then it's not necessarily the negative to it because you could have a quote unquote negative card. I see. The devil card. Yes. The addiction card. Yes. The what am I? The addiction card. That's the best way to explain that card. But then the reverse of that is moving through the addiction and letting go of the addiction or letting go of whatever it is that's trapping you to that. So it's really dependent on, on the, the card. card. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like you can have a positive card and switch negative. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's neutral. Right. But we'll get into that. That's a little more detailed. Um, and then I did want to talk about... Um, Sorry, there was a bang. And it distracted me for a moment. <laughs> uh, you brought up a good point last week of can you over pull cards? Yes. And I think the answer, the simple answer is yes. You can. It's like anything. It's like any divination tool. You've got to think that these divination tools are linked to our guides. And as much as our guides want to give us everything... They still have to understand we're human and we're not going to understand everything they're trying to tell us. But at the same time, if we keep asking the question over and over and over and over and over again, they're going to turn around and be like, okay, I'm out. Right? Like, I've had, I haven't personally, but I know people who have had pendulums disappear on them because they continue to ask the same question over again. Oh, did you feel a mirror moment? Because that was not directed at you at all. I know the pendulum wasn't, but the overcard pulling is another mirror moment for me. The overcard pulling, the, hey, I'm just going to tell you nonsense now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you start pulling cards and you're like, this doesn't make sense. This does not align with anything. Or they all start making sense and then you have no idea what what you're supposed to do. So, yeah. 
overpulling cards is possible. It's better to, I find it's easier to pull the cards, journal about the cards. Maybe something comes to you that the cards are not necessarily telling you, but you know the overall message for that card and you're like, this is what I need to do or this is what I'm being shown, right? Right. Uh, so there is a bit of intuitiveness to card reading And if you well. don't take the action and then you tend to pull the cards a bit later and the same one comes up, it's because you didn't. It's because you didn't take the action. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk about should I be gifted my first tarot deck? Ooh. Because in the witcha, 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 witch, witchcraft, wicca world, this is a massive question. And mm. there are... People who believe you should be, and there are people who believe you shouldn't. I'm on the fence. I think if you were gifted your first tarot card, you should celebrate that. And that you have people who support you and who love you to allow you to have the space to practice tarot. If you don't have that in your life, that's okay too. Just find a deck that you are intuitively tuned to and pick it up. Gift it to yourself. Gift it to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, my first tarot deck, I wanted for so long and didn't buy it until I was gifted one. And then the one that I was gifted was never meant to be mine anyways. Mm. Like, it was one of those things I was like, I don't like working with you. And you're like, I don't like working with you either. <laughs> like, this we is are mutual. not friends. So, that deck I ended up giving, I have ended up giving away since then. Um, but the deck, and then I instantly was like, okay, cool, I got my first deck. I'm going to go buy the one I want. And that's you know the thing, I mean? you do form an energetic connection. Oh, yeah. There decks that get used to your energy. And yeah. Not yeah. even that. It's also some decks are, I only have decks that I read on a full moon. Right. Or I only have decks that I keep in my room and they don't get read by anyone else. They don't get touched by anyone else. Or I have some that are like, hey, this is for, I'm meant to help you help others. And share. Yeah. So I do do interviews with my decks beforehand. Mm-hmm. And ask them what they like to do and who they are as a deck. And yep. Yeah. So, and then I also want to talk, since we were talking about reading for other people, is free will. Now, I'm not saying you pick up a deck of cards and you go and start reading people right away. That's a lot of energy and a lot of space you got to hold. Um, but I'm not saying you can't do that. I guess I'm just rising against it. <laughs> I'm saying learn how to read your cards first and then go out and read other people and be able to hold space for them. However, if you ever come up to me in a reading and you're like, this reading is great and thank you, but I want to know how the other person feels. I want to know how my mother feels about this. I want to know how my sister feels about mm -hmm. this. I'm not going to pull cards for them. They're not in the room. I don't have their permission. I'm not going to tap into their energy. And that's just being respectful. That's being respectful. I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to be like, you need to not focus on... It. That is going to, for me, be like, you need to stop focusing on what other people think. And, and focus start focusing on what you, you need, need to, to do. do. <laughs> because the cards are telling you this. Right. That also tells me that you are deflecting. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to hear what the cards are saying. Mm -hmm. You want to hear what the cards are saying about someone else. Um, so yeah, that was basically my quick 101 about tarot. You got any other questions? Uh, I think... So why the fear? I think we talked about this at the beginning a little bit. Why the oh, yeah, fear totally, around yeah. tarot? Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because I definitely skimmed over that. Um, 
I would say the fear is because it is a mirror. Because it is reflecting what you already know and what you don't want to hear. You're looking for another answer. Right? When we open up tarot, when we open up cards, we're always looking for a different answer than what we already know. Right. Right? There are times when we are looking for clarification. Yes. Being like, am I on the right path? And that's totally cool. But I think the fear is always about, well, you're trying to predict the future. So you're trying to... Control. Control. You're, you're control. Yeah, and control. you know what you need to do, but you don't want to do it. So do you think that when you're working with these cards, your emotional state at the time can influence what the cards tell you? Yes. However, I think what you are meant to hear, you are meant to hear. Okay. Because one thing that I've noticed is like, if I'm... Pe- feeling particularly fearful my cards come out like really and then if I take some time to calm down do a meditation let's say I pull again and I reframe uh sometimes you know a sim maybe one card comes up the same but something else has changed changed. right yeah and I think this comes back to it being a reflection of yourself yeah at the time but then it also comes to don't be doing the over pull don't be doing the work with what you were given because if you don't work through that the next time you feel that way it's just going to be the same story all over again yes yeah for sure okay for sure yeah yeah i mean i'm not a tarot expert i'm learning as much as everyone else is here about tarot it's so fascinating i've had juniper read me a few times and it's oh it's been something so I'm really looking forward to going through, um, you know, in future, the other individual cards at a more in-depth level yes. and then connecting them with astrology and how yeah. they integrate yeah. and complement one another. Yeah, no, for sure. I can't wait to connect the two. And it's not like I haven't connected two. I just haven't done it consciously. Like I haven't right. been like... Oh, I know that this card is connected to Saturn, right. or I know this card is right. connected. It's like, and that's yeah. that beautiful piece where you can see the astrological connection between something going on with yes. yourself, and then also what's coming out of your card pull. Yes, quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's very cool. It's going to be very cool, and uh, I can't wait till we share it. Okay, with everyone. Um, yeah. So I think that's it for me in terms of questions. Cool. And guys, just remember, um, we will be posting things on the Instagram account. So if you do have a question that you want either of us to address, I mean, just pop that in the comments. Yes. And, and I don't think we've actually mentioned our Instagram account yet. So no. Is CC Gateway on Instagram. Yeah. Look us up. It has our little symbol, which is on all our pic- which is on all our stuff <laughs> it all of our episodes have our... a little picture so all the same logo so if you have a question feel free to either post it publicly or you can send us an email dm it yeah dm it as well yeah whatever you want okay i think we're good for today yeah for sure so we hope everyone that you've enjoyed your travels with us today Just remember to hit that subscribe button. And as always, don't leave Earth without us. Bye.